Hello and welcome to Holiday Cheer. They call me Zerbinator, and this is the show that informs and explains and discusses holidays. Tonight's episode celebrates Christmas. Wishing you a Merry Christmas. Growing up, Christmas was definitely an adventure. I've said in other shows that I do that my dad worked for the government and the local police department. And every year he would set up new ways to try to trip us as we would sneak down the stairs at Christmas time. One year in particular, 1979, my brother tried to sneak down the stairs first only to get caught by the trip wire that my dad had put at the very top of the stairs. The little siren went off and Brian was busted. He stated that he wanted to go to the bathroom, but he thought someone was in there, like Grammy or Grandpa, both on my mother's side. They came every Thanksgiving and stayed until after Christmas. But, good try, Brian. Didn't work. Dad caught him, smacked his butt, sent him back to bed. Now, this was a huge deal back in those days because you didn't see this type of stuff set up in homes, except in watching the A-Team or something like that. So let's begin this story from the top. Before we continue with the show, I thought it would be nice to play you what I took the theme song for Holiday Cheer from. It happens to be a Christmas song that my sister Gina and I did a long time ago. Ten years ago, actually, in 2004. It's called The Christmas Melody. You can put it together the way you want. I recorded it using a MIDI controller and programming our voices into the computer. Enjoy. Christmas Eve, 1979. My brother and my sister and I are giddier than a Clydesdale and a Budweiser commercial. 
We finished our traditional French toast, eggs, and sausage. Christmas Eve dinner that we would have every single year. We got all dressed up for the 7 p.m. service, and we went to church. And I'll tell you that when you go to church on Christmas Eve, you see people that you've never seen before. All friends and family that arrived for the holiday all joined together, making it impossible to find a seat. Some years we would be stuck in the back, trying to look over everybody's heads and listening to the music way off in the distance, or listening to the priest way off in the distance. Or some years we get lucky and be able to sit in front row, and you felt special when it was front row. Well, this is Christmas Eve, 1979. Front row. Great seats in the house. I could see all the decorations, and I could see everything. We had the Mass, sang all the Christmas carols, talked about the birth of Jesus, and then after the Mass, we would head back home for some pumpkin pie and to read the part of the Bible that Linus reads every year in the Charlie Brown Christmas special. My brother and my sister and I would fight over who got to put the baby Jesus in the manger. And I would win most of the time since I was the only child in the family who was planned. I'm just saying. Anyway, after the fight over Jesus, we would head to bed. Now this is about 8 p.m. Up until 1977 or 78, my sister would sleep in our room on Christmas Eve. But I was nine now, and it was just my brother Brian and myself. I would go find a good Christmas music station on the radio and try to relax to fall asleep, which was not going to happen. I think I passed out around 3 a.m. out of sheer exhaustion. Most Christmas Eves as a kid, that's what I did. I still woke up at 6 a.m. to run around the house rampant and wake everybody else up for Christmas. But this particular night, I heard Brian trip that wire. His plea was a lie. He got a bit of a mumbling, and I heard him get sent back into bed. My father came into the room and checked to see if I heard the tripwire sound, and he stood over me and checked me and I pretended to sleep so well, even I wasn't sure if I was awake. And now I had the upper hand. So around 11 p.m., I heard my grandparents go off to bed, so I figured that this would be the time that Santa would arrive. Believing was pretty much a choice at this age. I wasn't going to let any of this go anytime soon. So I knew I had about an hour to kill, and I would give Santa some time. So I'd either lay in bed and listen to Christmas music, or torment Brian a bit just to make the time go by. About 12.15 a.m., I remember waking up thinking I missed my chance and it was going to be morning soon. Luckily, I had plenty of time. I remember walking silently past my grandparents' room, listening to their breathing and making my moves accordingly to the snores. And as I turned the corner to head downstairs, there would be my parents' room. This is where I needed to be very quiet and not wake the sleeping giants. I looked around to find that tripwire that was set from before. I used the nightlight to look around and I finally found it. I slowly lifted my feet up and over one at a time and started down the steps. I found leftover Christmas boxes placed sporadically on the steps. And I thought this was a little weird. And after about the third step, I noticed that my dad had placed small mouse traps inside of them. I know what you're thinking. What if the poor kid broke a toe? Well, it was the 70s and I would have gotten off with a warning and a broken toe. I knew if I could make to the fifth step, there was going to be a huge, eye-opening surprise. By the fifth step, I could see the tree and the gifts all laid out and presented in the perfect setting. 
I would play with everything I could without making a sound, and I loved it. I actually wrote a song about all of this, and I'll play it at the end of the show for you. After an excellent time in the land of Toyland and Giftville, I put everything back to the way that I thought I found it and started back up the stairs. Later on, I'd find out that they knew I was downstairs, but I'll continue this. I made it upstairs without a peep, and the mood was so overwhelming. I climbed back into bed, and I stared out my window and watched the stars until I fell asleep. If I could relive that particular night, I would do so in a heartbeat. After these messages, we'll be right back. Fireplaces glowing, icicles growing, hearts overflowing with cheer. It's that wonderful season we all find so pleasing. The Toys R Us time of year. Now back to holiday cheer. Christmas, meaning Christ's Mass, celebrates the birth of Jesus Christ. Christmas has evolved over the years to incorporate time for family and friends to get together and exchange gifts. Of course, Jesus wasn't actually born on the 25th of December. This date was chosen for his birth around the 3rd century. No one really figured when Jesus was actually born. Some say May, others say June or July. It seems it was during the summer, though. By the end of the 8th century, Christmas was already celebrated across Europe. Christmas in those days was celebrated much like Mardi Gras today. And in those days, Christian purists opposed those celebrations to the point that people were fined for celebrating Christmas. On to Santa Claus. As we know him today, he's a right jolly old elf. But he comes from St. Nicholas, who was a 4th century Christian saint and a Greek bishop of Myra in Lycia, Turkey. He had a reputation for putting gifts in people's shoes when they left them out at night. He also had a reputation for giving gifts secretly to the poor and to the hungry. And thus he became the model for Santa Claus as we know him today. His modern name, Santa Claus, comes from the Dutch word Sinterklaas, Santa Claus is celebrated in the Netherlands as a man who rides a big white horse by the name of Marigo, and he comes in every December 5th, and he carries a big book that has the names of all the children who were good and bad throughout the year. And as for the red and white costume, we can thank Coca-Cola for an ad in the 1930s for that one. But not until 1848... When a picture of Prince Albert with a 40-foot decorated indoor holly tree was published in magazines in the United States, did the Christmas tree's popularity take off? And as for Christmas lights, since the date chosen for Christmas was near the winter solstice, the same event celebrated by the tribes of Northern Europe, the Romans would light candles and fires to push back the darkness at that time of the year. Christians will display a nativity scene at Christmas time. A traditional Christmas nativity scene betrays the birth of Jesus in a stable. Next to him would be Joseph and Mary. You'll often find above the stable an angel leading the kings and the shepherds to the place where Jesus was born. But for the true meaning of Christmas, I figured I would let Chris Shearer, the boy who played Linus Van Pelt in Charlie Brown Christmas, explain further. 
I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Other events that took place on Christmas Day, December 25th, in 1776, George Washington and the Continental Army crossed the Delaware River. In 1814, the Treaty of Ghent ends the War of 1812. On Christmas Day in 1868, President Andrew Johnson issues a final pardon to Confederate soldiers. In 1914, the World War I Christmas Truce is reached. You can learn about that by watching Paul McCartney's Pipes of Peace video. In 1968, Apollo 8 orbits the moon, and in 1979, I survived going downstairs to see what Santa brought me. I'm going to end the show tonight with First Peak, written by me the Z back in 2006. It's a song I told you about in my story. And it's a song that actually is the story. But it's true. The background music for tonight's show was chosen out of my collection of Christmas music that I've recorded over the years. And if you want to find some of that Christmas music, just head on over to zerbinator.bandcamp.com. Right now there's one Christmas album up and another one's on the way. And I truly hope you enjoyed all of this and I truly hope that you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Christmas morning, the sky is dawning, and I am up the stairs. The gifts are waiting, and I'm debating, should I go down the stairs? They are waiting for me under the tree, don't you know? has come and gone Now it's time to go I check the room where my parents are And they're fast asleep I sneak to the stairway Quiet as a mouse Stepping nice and neat Steps a little tricky, but I'm gift word bound. By the fifth step, I can look around and see my prize.
What I saw dropped my jaw and my eyes opened wide Observinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.